Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. Did you like that? How I dropped my name there? I did. And then you sped up. That was like, it was like on one, one and a half time speed. I think that last statement. Yeah. That's cool, eh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. And today our episode is the reference. And I think this is going to be a good one. I, there's some just great stories around this. And, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to be one of those lighter topics that, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a feel good topic, but it's certainly for me, in my experience, kind of a, a good news story. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, we've all had references and have been references for sure. And, uh, so this will be a good one just to, uh, experience. So you're a reference for me in the, in, in the not too distant past. And, uh, it is funny because, uh, I knew that they had talked to you because just the way they, they said, yeah. And I talked to this guy, Greg, oh, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> laughed away. Okay. It went well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we'll talk a little bit about this too, is when you are giving references, oh, the, yeah. the pre- prepping, right. And being aware of what's most needed and just knowing, I mean, it can be very helpful or it can't be too. Mm. I mean, because sometimes, you know, even with good intention, you can say things that, that, you know, don't show up in the right way. So it's a, it's, it's, it's an important topic. And I'm going to foreshadow this a little bit. It's storytelling. It's story time. All right. All right. So let's set the stage here. Greg and I have been friends for a long time, and we've both been managers or leaders on and off for most of our careers. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. And we're going to start at the perspective of the employee, and we're going to discuss how we've observed others successfully manage these situations. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. And have we ever not had a good discussion? I don't think we've ever had not had a good discussion. Thank you. All right. So the reference. You have an opportunity to go for another position in the company or for a completely new opportunity. Do you feel comfortable asking your present boss for a recommendation or to be a reference? Do you even want them or the company to know? If you've been let go... Will your former boss be a good reference or even willing to be a reference? And who should you collect as your references? So how important is this, Greg? And how do you think it affects our relationships, work environment, and our careers? Well, you know what's interesting? I think this comes back to the common theme that we have through most of our episodes is about the relationships you have and how important they are. And there's a whole bunch of things that were bubbling up through my head is, uh, you know, if you are that far along, uh, uh, well, we'll talk about this, but I think that, you know, if it, it all starts with a good relationship and if you have a good relationship, then more likely you are going to be more able to have that conversation. Uh, uh, you've talked before about, um, hearing, uh, working or managing some folks and finding out about a role in another department, actually nudging someone to go on to that role because you know that that's going to be a next great step for them. And so I do think when it's done really well, it's like your department becomes the magnet because I can be fully authentic uh, I can, I can leverage the insights and knowledge of, of my person and a, a manager becomes more of a shepherder of talent. Um, whether they stay with you or not, whether they move on, they come back quite often. They come back up quite often or the, the word spreads that you're someone who, uh, not only is a great manager, but also is a great reference, uh, and really cares about you and where you're going in your career versus the short term thinking about what will this do for my immediate deliverables? The possessive. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I have been, I've been in all these situations when I didn't want to ask my former boss for a reference, um, and that that was a crunchy environment, and I couldn't be, I couldn't depend upon what they were going to say, um, and I, we it just didn't, we left in a not a great space. But then there were others that I I continue to use. Um, and like you say, you've used me just from a coaching perspective. Not and it some, seems to have worked out well. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because uh, there's only been one occasion where I've actually told a boss that I'm going for another job and would they be a reference? <laughs> and the one occasion where this didn't, where this happened. So I'd ask this person who is senior supervisor in the police to be a reference for me to go to the Securities Commission. What I didn't know was another member of my team was also going for the same job <laughs> and asked this senior supervisor to be a, a, a reference as well. No, we were both supervisor, like we were both supervisory investigators. So, you know, sometimes you're by yourself, sometimes you're with, you know, a dozen people and he held the secret and we both got the job. There, there was two jobs and both of us got hired along with a third person. So they hired three people for two positions and it worked out really well. It was hilarious because I don't usually, I just don't, I don't tell people I'm going for a job. Uh, I don't mind people that work for me coming up and say, uh, Alistair, there's a job uh, I think I, I want to apply for. It's like, oh, good. Tell me about it. What's yeah, it about? Yeah. I think you should go. Listen, they can give me a call. And my, my, the favorite thing I like to say when, you know, the other people call for the reference, I'll go, you can't have them. And they go, what? I'm sorry. They're too good. I'm not giving them up. And then, you know, I, I finally say, yeah, of course you can have them. But I just want you to know that um, they're a really good person. Yeah. And at some point, I'm going to steal them back from you. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and what and what made you uh, decide for that one person that yeah, you know, this is good to ask him for a reference. Was there a certain reason why that time you chose to while you were still working for them ask? Yeah, um, my the senior supervisor uh, had a skill set and an exposure to the group of people that I wanted to hire me mm. and understood the subject matter and uh, understood me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd worked for this person probably for four years, uh, because they were so in tune with the organization I wanted to go to, uh, knew the people that I thought not to use, not to not use them would be bad. And also we got along and I knew he'd take it fine, mm -hmm. that he was fine with it and would be very supportive. And so those two things, one, I thought it was just a good thing. He could speak about me. Yeah. And the other thing was, if I didn't choose him. It'd be a glaring omission. Yeah, to those yeah, people. yeah, yeah. That's it, so it's interesting. It's a strategic thing too, but yeah. I would, I probably, even without a strategic thing, I probably still would have asked them. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, and it's, I think it's a nice framework to think about where are you going? What's the value of this person providing it? What's the value of not asking them? And what's my relationship? How well do they know me? Some really good questions that you said in there that I think are really important as you're thinking about should, should I ask this person for a reference or not? So, um, th that's, th that's great. Thanks. So as a manager, there's some things we can do to assist the situation. First off, what is your company's policy in this area? There's some companies where you cannot give people references. Yeah, they have standard letters that say they worked from here to here. Um, sometimes they will go and share and their performance was above or whatever, but they won't go specific. Yeah, you're right. And and it's important to check that out because, you know, you don't want to get, even with good intentions, you don't want to get yourself into trouble. And uh, so always double check that for sure. That policy, I understand it really puts managers in a difficult situation though with their relationship with their employees. And I understand why, 
but it it just puts people in a very difficult position. I agree 100%. And most of the organizations I've been in, when they did have a policy like that, I got rid of it. But then what we did was we had a mini training session on how to give references. Mm. And uh, because it is awkward, it can be awkward. And sometimes people say things and and uh, um, that they they wish afterwards they wouldn't have said. And sometimes they forget to say stuff that they wish they had. So mm. providing a little bit of guidance of, hey, what do you do? And and what do you need to think about is would, is is helpful. The next question is, do you feel comfortable being a reference? Mm. I have had a couple of people ask me to be references. And like, I work with them for a month. I'm like, they've asked me, I said, listen, I'm sorry. I, I've, we've only known each other a month. I cannot be in good conscience because if they start asking questions, in-depth questions, they're going to know, I don't know much about you. Yeah. So can we sit down and talk who, who else around here knows you better would be a better reference for you. There's times when you don't feel, number one, they might be just a terrible employee. Yeah. That's one thing. But there's another one where maybe you don't have enough exposure to them. Yeah, or time, to your point. I've had a couple of folks recently, uh, over the last year or so, come back and ask me for a reference. And I haven't worked for them. They they worked for me like eight years ago. Well, I have no idea what they've done. Now, I can talk to them about the time I worked. But in those cases, I always start out with saying, you know, well, frankly, I worked with them eight years ago. So, the, so my reference is in the context of that. And I know they've actually had these experiences before. And, you know, this is what I know about. But uh, it, those can be difficult. A lot of the references I've given in the last so many years have been those. And I've had that proviso. Listen, this person worked for me for three years. This was a long time ago. And uh, just so that you understand what my placement is in their career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. And it, it is important to your point to say no and say why. And we always say in our podcast, always say the why. And I think that example that you gave is that, listen, I've only worked with you for a month. So I don't think I can fairly represent that. It's not going to go well. Right, right. And they might be asking, why are you only asking this person who knows you a month? So let's, let's talk through who else and it puts them, why. They don't understand, but it puts them in a bad yeah, position yeah. as well. And you can help them on approaching others who, who may be good references for them. And what is going to happen if you decide not to give a reference? How will that affect the relationship and going forward with that employee? Think mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's yeah, that, that's true. And, you know, especially if you do have a good relationship with them, um, it, this, that's an important one for sure. And what is, what if this is part of the employee's development within the company? Do you want to stifle them? And I think you alluded to this earlier on, you know, people are moving around within the company and a, another manager wants to hire them or another leader wants to hire them. And it's just the right next step for them. Uh, if you become possessive and say, no, you can't go or, or, you know, throw a spanner into the works and make it very difficult for them to transition, um, you know, you might be stifling their career and they could leave the organization. Yeah, it's, you know, it is, I've seen this happen before where, where uh, people were fearful that if I lost Mary, I'm going to lose a huge amount of knowledge and data. But, you know, Mary's in the same organization. And if you support Mary and her career path, her chosen career path, what she really wants, often Mary will say, I'm in the nether job, but I will be a uh, point person for the new person coming in to help them going forward. It's how you set it up. When you go into fear, when you go into um, scarcity, um, um, a scarcity mindset, 
it might help you in the short term, but it's not going to hurt. It's not going to help you in the medium term and the long term because people will leave. Uh, or if you said something that isn't true, um, just to keep someone in your area, that's even worse. But I've seen both of those happen, and I and I've seen people say, "Well, see you later," because that's the way you treat me. Um, you obviously don't really care for me. Therefore, I'm going to go find someplace that does. And are you willing to be honest in the reference or are you going to tow some party or expected line? Mm. This is always hard, you know, and I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to get into it, but it's, it's, uh, you know, one of the most important things as a manager is to, um, have a conversation up front. Sometimes people say, oh, I feel awkward telling you about the job. But when I'm giving a reference, I often will say, okay, so what's the job? And what share if, the job description? With yeah, you. yeah. And what have you told them as part of your strengths? What's important in the role? And you know what? What in our experience together do you think is a is an important thing to talk about? And that to be, give me some stuff to work with. Now, now with that, I can choose to say something or not. And if I don't feel comfortable, or if they're making up a story that's different, I won't say that. But, but often it's like a, it's like a game, but they help me understand what's important. And I really do have credible stories and experiences with this person that fit into there. I want to tell the best story. Um, so sometimes I might not remember the best story. So help me remember the best story. Um, and also realize that if, if the story isn't true or if it's stretched or something like that, I won't say that story. Yeah. I don't particularly want to know what they're telling the recruiter. I want to see a job description or mm -hmm. understand what the job is. And I don't necessarily tell them what I said. I have no problem being honest. And, you know, the questions, the way questions are framed these days is, what do you think this person needs to work on in this area? Mm -hmm. I'm honest with them. Mm -hmm. I'm honest with them. If I'm doing an interview with, with somebody and, get, and doing a reference check, I don't want them to lie to me either. Mm -hmm. I think this little pool here needs to be honest. And nobody's perfect. You know, in LinkedIn, everybody appears to be perfect, but mm -hmm. nobody's perfect. So I, I'm always honest with it. And because a good interviewer doing a reference check will ask those questions. It's going to catch you out there if you're, if you're not telling the truth. So I'm just straight honest with them. I, I do want to know what the job is so they can maybe, you know, think about their strengths and stuff mm -hmm. like that, their development and put it in the little slots mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I don't necessarily want to know what the employee is saying to them because we, we have different perspectives mm -hmm. and, and, you know, what they think uh, is a larger event than I do. Well, a really good interview is going to understand that we all have different perspectives. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I'm cool with understanding what they have said. I, I do think, though, that it is, you know, it should, it, having an awareness of what are the core capabilities that are required for the role, not only what does it do, what do you very need helpful, very to be helpful. successful, that's really helpful. And, and um, you know, I, I, I do think it's so important just to, that, that knowledge of what's going on will help you show up more effectively. It's always interesting that, you know, we talked about this. I've had a couple recently that were like eight to nine years ago. Well, asking me the question around what's their greatest development area, I don't know anymore. Um, you know, I can. I, I say I, that though. Yeah, I say yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, I might say, you know, back then, this was something that they, that I know they've been, they've had challenges are on and they're working on, but because it's been eight years, I really don't know what the development, you know, and then there's always the question, would you rehire them? Um, and that's a pretty clean one. You know, mm. yes, I would, or no, I wouldn't. Um, and the no, I wouldn't going to be trouble from, troublesome for them, 
Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, hopefully the person who asked for the reference is this is has some, already figured that out. Has already figured that out. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting being on the other side, having hired tons of people. Uh, if I start hearing the party line, then the questions are really going to change. And that's why when I say I'm honest about things, I've heard people, it's like, were you parrots? Like, mm -hmm. are they in the room? Is somebody getting an earpiece and is getting fed information? Mm -hmm. So the, the cop in me is going, I don't like that because no, no story is ever the same because different people have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I, I like, I like everything you're saying. I just don't particularly want to get into the nuts and bolts of what the employee is going to say in mm -hmm. the interview because we do, we may see exactly the same situation, have dealt with the same situation, but right. because of our different perspectives on it, it, it's probably going to be somewhat different. And as a, a person that does a lot of interviews, I expect there to be that in, mm. in, in when I do an investigation mm. to whether this person is, is suitable for us. And, and sometimes you catch somebody exaggerating stuff or sometimes minimizing what they do as well. And that's just part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. So what are you feeling around the situation? Someone wanting to leave? And we kind of intimated at this earlier, but as we deal with this situation, we really have to get a handle on what we feel about this and then make a decision at a certain point that, okay, I want to support this person. Uh, this is what we talk about in this place. And, and let's make this as smooth as possible. Yeah, I think this one's tricky because we have emotions. Yes. And we can get annoyed and it might have really nothing to do. And it, we, we can easily get biased uh, overly positive bias or overly negative bias based upon of how we're feeling in the moment. So you really got to be thoughtful about this. And even if it's been a, even if you don't want the person to leave, or even if there's been some differences of opinion, you need to widen the lens to say, okay, big picture, where has this person brought value? Whereas this person maybe has opportunities and with all that scope, am I a good reference for them or not? Better to tell them, you know what, I'm, I mean, this might be a hard call, but to say I, I'm not a good reference uh, or whatever. So, And you kind of touched on this earlier. Do you have your thoughts worked out for that reference call? Mm. I really like what you said. And I do like to plan out if I know I'm going to be a reference and I have a bunch of things. And what often happens when I, I like to tell stories, Greg? Mm -hmm. Yes, really. And quite often, what I'll get when uh, somebody's interviewing me as a reference, is they go, oh, okay, you've you already answered the next two questions. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and I think that is a good reference because it shows that you've put some thought into this. Mm -hmm. You are into this. And uh, to me, saying yes, no, oh, of course, they, 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 they uh, believe in an equitable workplace. That's yeah. great. But if you have a story about it, it's, it's a much better representation about who they are. Yeah. And I would just add, and this is probably going to come up in the employee section is give me the time to think through it. I've had sometimes when, and I get sometimes there's quick turnaround. So I totally get that. But, but if people can call me and say, Greg, next week, they're, you're going to get a reference. And here's a little bit, even if we don't talk live, here's the job I'm applying for. Here are the core responsibilities. Here are the core skills and competencies that they're looking for in the most successful candidate. I'd love you to be able to share, you know, whatever, uh, you know, and that's, that's enough for me. Cause then I can think about, okay, when I work with that person, who were they? What did they do? What are my best examples in that? Then I can show up more effectively. But if you don't allow me time to show up, 
then I might not show up well because I got a thousand things on my mind and therefore I will give a weak reference, which won't be good for you. When the people reach out to schedule a call, if I don't have enough data, then I push it off to the next week and make sure that I have a discussion Mm -hmm. with the employee, make sure I have uh, the material and my thoughts together on it. You know, you have to create, you, you want to, you want to show up. Yeah, it's a great idea. And I, and I will admit that there are some times when I get really busy and I maybe haven't showed up as best as I can. I think most of the people will get a job because I'm, I'm pretty good off the cuff and I, I can pull on memories. That's this podcast, dude. Right, right, right. But there are some times when I think it would, I would have been even more effective and helpful for that individual if I would have spent a little bit more time up front. So I think that's a good one. And I find those situations are the ones where I look at the person, I look at the job, I go, this is them. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. want them to get this job. Yeah. And those are the ones where it's like, okay, I got to I gotta show up. I got to be a 10 out of 10 on this call. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do if the employee doesn't get the job and they end up remaining? How do you feel about that and how does that affect your relationship with them? Well, I think it's actually a perfect opportunity because if you had that relationship and you've they've been comfortable enough to ask you for a reference and they didn't get the job, what a great opportunity to sit down and say, hey, Alistair, you know, I'm sorry you didn't get that job. I know that was something really important. What are your ambitions? Maybe I'm not as clear on what you're looking for from a growth perspective as well. And may, there might be something we can do here in your existing job or in another job in the organization that allows it. It actually gives you a second chance to have a great conversation if you choose to. I like that. I like that. It just leads naturally into a development conversation or the next um, when you get evaluated. Yeah, it just yeah. ends up being a really different and a good conversation. And my advice would, would be don't ignore that what happened. Like talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So as an employee, what can you do to assist this situation? Is this the job you are applying for? Is it the one? Mm. Yeah, you know what? It's... um. It's always a good reflection point, especially if maybe things aren't going as well as you think they are and you're a little journey. Um, I always recommend um, spending time thinking about what you want, what you bring. Almost, you know, even if you're not fully going to leap to another job, it's really good to pause and say, where am I at right now? What am I learning in this current role? Where do I want to be? And what do I need to get with regards to if you can, even before you apply for a job, have a conversation with your boss, like a really meaningful conversation uh, and say, you know what, I'm, I'm a little bored, you know, or I'm really, I'm thinking about my career. I'd love to have a conversation around where I'm at and where I want to go and just get your thoughts and perspective. That's a beautiful conversation to have uh, up front. Once you've done that, once you've got a sense of what you want, then you can start to, I always recommend people have like the four, top four or five filters that are most critical in the next job. And when you've thought through that and you have them, those are great filters because there's a lot, you can easily get excited about something. And I have in the past got excited about another job and leapt and got in there and thought, oh, I didn't do my filters. You know, it really, it wasn't anything like I thought because I didn't ask tough questions that I didn't go for it. So this is almost a pre-reference um, plan is thinking about these things first. I sometimes see people just jumping off what they feel is a sinking ship for them and just jumping into something else, which may not be a solution to their, their problem. And I really like that idea of 
sitting there thinking about this is, is this where I'm going to spend my emotional capital, my time, my efforts, my dreams, or do I just have to take notice of the situation I'm in and make some decisions about this current situation? Yeah. And you know what? We, we talk about this in other podcasts. We talked about presenting, getting ready for presentations. And we said, you know, know your audience, know the current situation that's going on, know how people might react. Well, you know what? Actually thinking about whether or not to ask your boss for a reference, those are, and I might be jumping ahead with some other things. That's the next, uh, oh, the next, next point. point. Yeah. There we go. Go yeah. ahead and just read yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So that's point. Take number. my job. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> are you prepared to walk across the line of your current boss or the organization knowing what you want to do? And so that's a part of doing the analysis, right? It's like just thinking through. Well, first, have you thought through what you want and you've come to the conclusion that you really think this job over in that other department or maybe in another company is really what you need? You know, this is great data and then think about your 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 boss and what they need right now but this will provide you with an uh, if especially if you think this person is a important reference for you to be able to say hey i've really thought through this and here's what i've discovered and here's where i want to go most bosses will really appreciate that so do your work um prepare but then think about what's the state of mind of my boss right now? So if there's a lot going on and they're really stressed and you, th and maybe, you, you know, what's the level of your relationship? Those are just things to think about. And where's the organization right now? And sometimes you can't use the references, but most time if you've done the pre preparation and you help shape the story. Um, I found it to there. Most people are willing to help support. And the next one is, um, how do you, how are you going to deal with, a negative response if your boss won't or doesn't feel comfortable or is allowed to support you as a reference. Mm. Well, you know, it's interesting because going back to the the manager things is understand what your company policy is before you ask your boss. If the com if you if the company policy is and it'll be written down somewhere, you know, with regards to uh, don't give references, then don't ask somebody. Don't put them in that awkward position. But people do. People do. They I agree. And then um you know, that's why you really want to spend the time thinking about what, where is our relationship right now? What do I think um, my boss's reaction will be if I tell them that I'm going to do this? You know, what impact will that be on them and the team? Just thinking through that and if, you know, doing a little risk analysis. And if it's a high risk, then probably it's not a good idea. I agree. And the next one, you've talked on it briefly. Work out what you want to say when you're going to talk to this boss. It is an important conversation. It is your story. Include what is on your mind, your heart, and how will it take you to the next stage of your journey. Just saying, hey, Greg, uh, will you be a reference? Uh, there's this job I want to apply for. Uh, can I put you down? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Set your boss up to be successful in that reference uh, conversation by, by giving them some insight into about what's going on in, inside you. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes what happens when you do that is they say, oh, you know what? I'm glad you talked to me because we actually have an opportunity that provides you all those things here. With was, more money. I was going to talk to you about that, but I hadn't got like, boy, oh boy, uh, uh, better to have that conversation 
Um, Because you never know what's going on. Never know what's going on. And, you know, if you're worried, you don't have to tell the person specifically where the job is and the company that it's at. You can you can describe the kind of role it is because if you're afraid someone's going to be vindictive or something like that, which, you know, such a small percentage that that would happen. But if that's something you're worried about, then you've got bigger things going on uh, uh, that you need to think about with your boss. Um, but in, you know, often if you're open and you're able to share that, no, the risk is that someone won't feel comfortable. And if they're not, um, have a greater leadership awareness, they won't have the conversation around what do you want and that type of thing. And you may still have to go somewhere else, but I, I think there's greater opportunity by just being honest and to your point, sharing the specific stories, what, why you're thinking about this job, what it will give you, how it fits into your bigger plan. It might be something even as simple as, you know, that's so much closer to my house. Cause sometimes you'll give them uh, also data to be able to say to their boss, well, you know what? Well, I had a conversation with them and, and you know what? The other job is fully remote and, you know, his partner's going back to work right now and they need someone who can stay out of the house. And so I really, I get it. I don't want him. And, you know, and our policy doesn't allow the remote. So it gives, it gives story, uh, to be able to have conversations in the organization. An informed boss in this situation is not a bad thing at all. I agree hundred percent. And choose people carefully. You want people to speak for you that have some insight, uh, across section of your, your life is very, very helpful. So the, 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 company that I work for right now, you're one of the references. And if you look at the the four or five references I supplied them, they're a cross section mm-hmm. of my life. And they all had different things that they could speak to in terms of, of me and my story and where I've been. And you are telling a story. So pick the right people, mm-hmm. like four people that you're working with right now may be helpful, but don't you want to give a little depth to who you are? Mm-hmm. No, I agree hundred percent. And often if you're in a leadership role already, I will pick someone I report to, or I have reported to, I'll pick a peer that I've worked with and I'll pick a direct report. So give a full 360 view because that's what they really want. Um, and they might not want to talk to all of them, but it really gives a perspective, uh, especially in your, if you're in a leadership role. And have the list of names and contact info ready to go. This isn't something you want to start scrambling around looking where people are, find out that somebody's mm-hmm. on vacation and, and all this stuff. Have it put in place, ready to go. Smart idea. Just a plan. You know, I, I, uh, I've probably moved too quick on some things and then people are away. I think I've got stuck in that situation before and just do your upfront prep work that this is what it is. This, you know, again, it's have not- a document ready to go. You can just cut and paste and put in an email. Right. Letting them know what the role is, what are the competencies that are required and when, you know, even finding out when they're available, that's helpful to, to tr- smooth the process. That's a really good one. Simple, but good. Wrap up, Greg. Yeah. I just think, um, you know, references for me, it comes down to, again, relationship to begin with. If you have a good relationship with your boss, um, if your boss has a good relationship with you, um, they're, they're committed to your development and your long-term growth. And therefore they will be willing to be a reference. Uh, they will be, uh, willing to have a conversation because they know that you're going to keep them informed as to your journey and where you're going. So it's just such a positive thing. But in both situations, um, be clear about what's important in the role. What are the competencies in the role? 
uh, how you can best support them in the role. And then, um, you know, as a manager, just be kind and supportive. If they don't get the role, that gives you a beautiful opportunity to see if there's something more you can talk to. And if they do get the role, you've talked and we've talked about in many podcasts is that they become a beacon of other talent to come to the organization. So it's big billboard, big billboard, big billboard. So it, uh, and equally, if I'm the person leaving, the more authentic and transparent and honest that I can be with my boss, the likelihood of future references will be really good later on. If they're looking for another job and a few years down, they can then talk to, you've got another reference person. I love being a reference, Greg, you and I, you came and picked me up. I am set. I'm going to boast here. I am seven for seven on my last seven references. Well, this whole conversation came up in something you brought forward at our at our breakfast this week, and you said, "Listen, I'm a, I'm a reference uh, guru. I I really <laughs> give it. And, uh, we we should we should talk about references." And I said, "Sure, let's talk about references." And and I too have been someone who I value. I I love to track the careers of folks that have worked with me and watched them and and especially those that have that I really love working for and love working with. Um, I love to be supportive on those journeys. Um, and so those folks know that I've they've got a hotline to me that at any time I will support them in the role. And I love to be a part of those journeys. So I agree. And because you you talked about the relationship piece and you know wanting people to you know, progress through their careers. I really like it. And, uh, it's hilarious because they'll phone me and says, do you have 30 minutes? Yeah. But guess what? We're probably going to go over and they go, Oh, and it's usually 15 minutes because I have stories like ask your questions, go ahead. You know, and some of them are just mandated questions. Mm-hmm. That's great. But let's talk about the person. And I have those stories ready. Like the people that have asked me for a reference, we know each other, we've experienced stuff. And I'm more than happy to have this conversation, but they usually average about 50 minutes. That's funny. And it's just like so many people have blessed me in my careers. And if I have an opportunity to play just a little bit of a role in them reaching the next step in their careers, or maybe they're taking a huge leap and doing something totally different, I'm in. I'm in. Agree. 100%. I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Well, this is pretty quick. This is probably the shortest one we've had in a while. Well, you know what? That's all right for, for that quick, uh, quick commute home. This uh, and the, but this is something that we all we all run into. So I think it's an important one. Yeah. So listen, we hope that some of what we have spoken about you find uh, helpful. We hope we didn't say anything that you found offensive or made you angry. Greg, your philosophy. Yeah, this is a philosophy that we have at, at the end of each of our podcasts, and it's from a, a wise coach that I had a number of years ago. And she said, Greg, in our coaching session, there are going to be things that are going to make you a little crunchy, maybe make you a little angry, a little frustrated. And th- those are normally things that are touched on truth, the things that you might want to just sit with a little bit and think about it and and uh, learn from it. And then you're going to feel some joy, too, of things that you're feeling, you're making traction and feeling good about. And uh, both are equally good. It's all about how you reflect upon them and what you choose to do with them. So we hope in this podcast, as always, that there might be some things that got you a little crunchy and uh, some things that gave you a little bit of joy. And we'd encourage you to reflect on both of them and and see how they might apply as you become, uh, grow in your journey as a leader or as a team member for your organization. That's awesome, Greg. Shout outs? Shout outs. 
I believe we need to recognize these two crews because they have been with us since almost the beginning and drop episodes every single week. I don't know who they are. I think you might know one of them. I don't think you've ever shared their name with me, but Brussels. Ah, yes. And Frankfurt. They, every week, drop our episodes, and we're very appreciative of them uh, listening to us and, and playing a role in this podcast. I th I know some people uh, in Belgium. Not sure they're in Brussels, so that's kind of cool. And Frankfurt... I don't think I know anyone in Frankfurt. So that's kind of cool when you have new listeners and listeners that have just kind of tagged onto us and really enjoy the conversation. I don't know if they're into all, I think this is 134 or 135. I don't know if they've been for all of them, but by far most of them. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for uh, our European listeners as well as our Canadian and our North American listeners and our worldwide listeners. We really appreciate it and uh, and we enjoy doing this and we hope that you're finding value um, and practical insights and tools that you can use in your everyday. And be a good reference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be a good reference. All right, I'm good to go. You good to go? Me too, yes. Remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.